It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 395. What's going on, guys? How are we? Oh, I'm very well for a Tuesday. Uh, big news with uh, Mr. 97. What's the big news? The blender's back working. Oh, I'll clap that. Yeah. <laughs> You know that that's a win for a big tight ass. <laughs> it's a golf. It's a and golf. So, I mean, fuck. That's how you started your day. Yeah. My was... my day started. My son told me that he doesn't like his daddy. Really? Fuck, what were I'm you pissed. being a dickhead to him? Or what was going on? I just went in to pick him up, and he just started wriggling. No, I don't like daddy. Mm. It's like, mate. All right, you want your mummy? Yeah, I want mummy. And so I was like, fine. Did you tell him words have power? <laughs> I said, oh, fucking smash. No, no, no. No, he just, he doesn't really know. He's he's sleeping, he's hungry. We didn't give him milk last night. Trying to cut him back. I think he's getting a bit fat. <laughs> I mean, is this dairy like a normal, like cow's milk? We give him cow's milk, but most kids are on cow's milk. Mm. They're on breast milk and then they try and you get them the formula and then it becomes too expensive. So you get them, actually it can be, expe- they just start drinking less. And so we got him onto um, so much sugar in formula. Like I looked oh, on really? it. I mean, sh- f- f- uh, milk is a form of sugar, Fruc- uh, lactose, lactose, yeah. fructose, mm. lactose, sucrose. They're all, you know, sugars. Yeah. But he drinks quite a bit of milk and he loves it, loves it going to bed. I think it becomes a bit of a like, what, what's your little dummy well, when you go moment, to sleep? Your uh, dummy is the, the headphones in with the, the audio book. When you are the dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely audio book, but... Uh, at the moment for me, peanut butter toast. Oh, yeah. I've just, I had to um, Uber Eats today just as a way of breaking that bread cycle. <laughs> breaking the bread, yes. Yeah. No, well, because I had, yeah, a lot of, um, what, probably for the past two weeks, I reckon. Yeah. It's like, oh, we've got bread. I'll just like, it's lunchtime. I'm hungry. Mm, yeah, I'll just... I mean, speaking of broken bread, Mr. 97, one of the most infuriating arguments we've ever had, and we don't have many. Like I think about the people. There's a. I'll just tell you. This is a nice. This is a compliment before I get stuck into you. Okay. There's a. There's a thing in the meditation app with Sam Harris, and you're meant to think about somebody who you have an uncomplicated relationship with that you mm-hmm. really like. I think about you, and oh, I think, nice. and I, and and it's like. It's, what about us? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Mister Ninety Seven for some reason, mm-hmm. and you have to sort of recite. Things like because a fucking pushover. That's uh, why he I, just does whatever he says. I, uh, whatever you say, you anyway. basically you recite these really nice things around wishing that you have no pain or no any a bunch of these things. I don't know if you've got that far in the app, Sam Harris no, app, but it's no, really no. light, nice. It's like um, these passages or sayings to try and create a feeling inside. And then you trans, you know, you're transmitting that feeling yeah, over yeah. to you. It's like it's really nice. It's you already like, like him. Do you need it's to do almost it like, like no, Sam's asking me. It's like <laughs> okay. who's someone in life that you have an uncomplicated relationship? My my son, mm-hmm. my wife. Well, he doesn't and, even like you Mr. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I say Mr. Ninety Seven. But the infuriating conversation was when you went to your mate's Greek uh, church and. <laughs> And you you do you go up and you get the bread and you do you know the I can't remember what it's called the um, yeah I don't know what it's called uh, the son you know the, the father cross. of the son the Holy Spirit Amen you you sort of using your hand to go my <laughs> mum would be furious at me right now but you you touch your head you touch uh, sort of towards your sternum you go up to your left shoulder and you go across to your right and then you come in and pray with your hands together. You and I had a had a discussion, and you're yeah. like, "Mate, no, nah, you go from your head down to your chest, and then you go across to your right shoulder, and then you go across to your left." 
And I said, no. I said, no. And he said, I'm telling you, it is. Father of son, and I'm like, no, it's the other way. I used to go to fucking church. I was a little church boy. I do more of like just a circle because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, just throw, just throw yeah, your hands so out, like, do a whoops, fucking dandruff dab of, in there. Yeah. But <laughs> I had to call my mum. I had to call mum and say, mum. How often does she go to church every week or no? No, no, not anymore. But she prays a lot. She prays. Um, and she prays for you. Really? I'm, probably, I'm sure she's prayed for you. Oh, that's nice. She prays for a lot of people. She's lovely. Her she, and I have an uncomplicated relationship. Do you think she I would? I mean, you could think of her if you got through the Sam Harris app, yeah. as far as I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so how far along are you on the Sam You're going to get past app? the 50 days and then it goes into the other how days. How unbroken are you on the app? I haven't I haven't had a – since Matt Diavella's month where he mm. started – I really want to do it because I, haven't, I, haven't missed I was saying how much you've changed. I reckon it's mm. the meditation, isn't it? Yeah. Are you going to a psychologist or anything? No, no. no. Really? I should. No, no. No, but that's the thing. I think, I think it's, it's, it's don't, like in all seriousness, no. you don't get angry at anything. I mean, I was angry at Mr. 97 for fucking up the, the hand movements. And <laughs> mum, mum just backed me up on that one. Is it a different thing for Greek? You've, you're the one with the power of Google in your hands right there. I don't think there's any difference. It's Catholicism. Mm. I don't think it's changing going, up. Oh, we're Greek, we're going right. It's all about um, head down to sternum across the heart and then across to the shoulder and then in the middle. There are people anyway. that have, um, who was it? I saw like they've got a, their heart is on the other side. Oh, jeez. That's full on. What, like their heart's on the right yeah. side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? I, no, I have heard of this and I think they can, it's healthy. Actually, like it was a healthy. comedian because they do a whole bit where they were like, oh, they were showing someone and then they put yeah. their head and then people walked in. One of my favourite quotes, not that I, I just think it's clever. Mm-hmm. Your heart's on the left because it's not always right. Oh, that's, that's nice. You know, following your heart. You've really, you've, you have softened, uh, I think, a lot. Plus, mm. I think that we did an episode mm, probably like a year ago where I asked if you're a feminist. Oh, yeah. And you got so angry about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the thing, and so, and even yesterday, you um, you called me a girl, and then you yeah picked yourself up later and was like, oh, I don't know about that. Well, I felt, I felt, what I I said, I never said don't be a girl. I said, ah, you big girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it after, and I was like, words have meaning, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, and I was thinking about that's why we do word call, of the day. And I was thinking about what did I actually mean? Because I think we we respond to things in the moment mm-hmm. where we get the context of why we're saying it. So you could say um, you're a big girl, which could have the connotations that it's a negative thing to be a girl, which I don't think. I think mm-hmm. it's a fucking if you're a girl, you're a girl. It's great. But I was being a gronk. No, I thought you. Were, and what I meant by the girl thing, I probably. And this is the thing. It's I should choose a different word. Mm-hmm. I should choose a different phrase, right? Because I didn't feel good about it after mm. you said it. But what I meant was like the gossip nature of your behavior in that moment. But then that's the whole, but that yeah. is still yeah, I know. the that's idea the thing. that like, what do we call, like it's the equivalent th- of like. Uh, you could say men are more aggressive. We gossip. And, yeah, but I was saying men are more aggressive and you could, so the the opposite would be saying, oh, you got, you got aggressive like a man or you gossip like a girl. Mm. I mean, Gossip Girl didn't do it any good. No. <laughs> but then no, but it turned out the blo- a, that was a yeah. fucking bloke. Sorry if I've just spoiled it for you. Yeah. Gossip Girl oh, was a guy. Really? No, you didn't ruin that whole thing. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. this is the thing, right? Words do have 
power. You, it was a Gronk move, but you were trying to sort of like plant a little fucking gossip seed on Mr. 97's yeah, you were private defend, life. You were defending Mr. 97, but yeah. in the, uh, as a result, yeah. you then threw under the bus a whole gender. Well, uh, I just, I, but, is it not true that there's, there's, if you look at how young teenage girls, how mm. they kind of do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. And it's by the gossip chat. It's like the, yeah. the talking and stuff. That's what I was meaning. But, I then what ha- but then what happens when, like, if someone's, if if a woman is in a role within a business mm. and they're having a conversation about mm. someone, we might be more likely to say, oh, they're gossiping, mm. whereas we might not say the same thing. So yeah. all of a sudden yeah, it yeah, becomes yeah. this double standard. Yeah. What I've, I find hard, I mean, we have to choose our words. And I think we've done so many episodes that you could tell if we were fuckwits or not by now. Mm, yeah. Like we would have come undone. Yeah. And so... Well, the people who think we're fuckwits are probably not listening. They're probably not listening. Or they choose little bits. The, the <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon there's people <laughs> choose little who bits think and then that they we're fuckwits fuck it. where it's like, I can only handle them in snippets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they've jumped into different podcasts and heard us at a moment yeah. where they've just built out something. Mm. And that's the thing about this podcast. If you finish yesterday and you're grumpy at me, for saying that, which I'm probably sure you didn't even fucking register it. I registered it. That's why I, uh, that's why I told you about it and mm-hmm. I didn't feel good. So I think that's the effect it needs to have on the person who says it because if other people just get angry at shit that people are saying but they don't feel it inside, yeah. there's, a, there's the problem, right? But I guess part of it too is that our default is to, to defend our position. Mm. Mm. And so in some regards like you were – you were trying to provide context yeah, well, I for tr- the position, I, which there's probably something to be said with just being I do, like... I actually think it's. Ex- I think it has to be the case. I think you need to understand somebody's context to truly understand. You can't just pull out the fucking not, the, the whip and, and hit them without listening because I don't think it's right to then defend something, but, but, I, reckon, it, but I think context is important. But maybe there's something in saying, hey, this is why I don't feel good about it. And then saying, this is what I was thinking. Mm. Which is what than, I did, didn't I? No, I don't think maybe you did the the job of saying why it didn't make you feel right. So you were like, people no, might but, feel but this way. but this is the whole thing I'm talking about it, right? Didn't make me feel right based, based on, on the things you've said. The thing that it can lump a bunch of people into one category. Yeah. And then I think the, the hard thing in a progressive society is to look at it's, it's to not even acknowledge some things, right? And I'm not even talking about the thing that I just said, mm. but seeing certain clusters like men as aggressive or women as – like mm-hmm. there are some things that are they just thrown out then, that, that sort of generalisation. But some generalisations are in existence, right? Mm. So that's where I find it hard to sort of – and everyone's – it's a balancing act to work out, okay, what do you truly believe in? Like what do you – What's it's small language shifts. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If uh, I think uh, if if Bree and I are having some form of ar- argument, I'd be more likely to say I think you're being an asshole right now. Whereas like maybe 15 years ago you'd say you're being a bitch. Mm. The thing is that the it feels like it's a no, like it's mm. a lose lose using that language because it doesn't have it straight away shows your unconscious not unconscious bias, but it shows that you're applying that, whereas everyone can be an asshole. Mm. So oh, that's yeah. what I think. I think there's a good shift there mm. going from yeah, 
Don't call people assholes anyway. But sometimes people are being assholes. Yeah. That's the other thing, you know, when you're in an argument or something, uh, you're being an asshole versus you are an asshole. I think is different. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, but I've I've also had this yeah. with my wife, <laughs> yeah. and I use that fucking excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's no, like, no, you no. aren't an asshole, but you're being no, an asshole right yeah, now. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. Yeah. No, no, you're not one. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't but want don't. you to go down that fucking track. <laughs> I don't want you to regret. <laughs> no, but it's to, you can't even. Yeah, say yeah. I think it's the same weight, mm-hmm. even though words have meaning. I think it's like what I said. Don't you're being a girl is also not far from don't be a girl. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think people hear it and they hear the 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 one that's more the the one that I think is worse by the choice of words but they're still clumped in the same thing. So it doesn't, like, you're not doing yourself a service. So what I'm saying is me saying uh, uh, you're, you're, you're being a girl is the same as saying the other thing. And that's but why I'm saying it like I don't saying, think it's right. Is, yeah, because it's like saying, because it's like the, uh, there was that whole campaign where it's like, oh, you run like a girl. What does it mean mm-hmm. to run like a girl? And mm-hmm. they do, have you seen that? It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it, it, it yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I don't think, like, I just think it's it's better not, like, in general, putting those um, those words on either gender because it mm. feels like it's, it's... I think there's a lot of people from our generation, maybe Mr. 97's generation. Actually, he's pretty loose. Not saying that you, about this stuff, but I've heard you... And I, I mean, 97, you have you been career. pulled up from anyone of things that you've said that you've worked out, oh, actually, I shouldn't say that? Yeah, a few times with using the words like retarded. Uh-huh. You can't say that. Yeah. Not anymore. No. Nah. And that's that's the thing. What was it? What did it used to be? I mean, this is the thing. Young kids, our it's generation think didn't grow up thinking that the word and what the meaning of retarded was the actual thing I'm saying that mm. you are. And that's young people. You, It takes time to learn this shit that's fucking, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not okay. So do you think that there's then a portion of the population that was previously isolated based on the language? So, what do you mean? Well, they're people who really, kept, like, who spearheaded, actually, it's not okay. Like, 15 years ago, when you would, like, watch films or whatever and they would mm. say retarded, it was sort of, it mm. seemed like it was, or, like, it was funny because you didn't really connect it. Yeah. But maybe part of it is because, like, now we're so much more connected, we empathize with the people who it does actually impact. So it's always mm-hmm. impacted someone. It always has, exactly It's right. not like it's oh, all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's uh, a group of people mm. now care about this. But that's why I don't think we should just crucify somebody, as they say, because a mm-hmm. young kid, I think about kids that would say it, right? They're not actually meaning the person that is suffering yeah. from mm-hmm. a disability. Like mm-hmm. as a kid, I used to say heaps of words that I yeah. didn't fucking mean. It, they literally had no weight within me but mm. I was still using the word and so there's an education piece that's why I don't think you should just people should just be in trouble in yeah. the first instance it's mm. like the gronk that keeps saying this shit mm. is the fucking gronk and has the problem and needs to be you know however you deal with this but stuff there, but there's something uh, fun about using taboo words as oh, well I mean yeah like with your mate like I guess that's the risk isn't it is yeah. it like like comedy and all that sort of thing there's something is it wrong that there is an internal bond created when you say naughty things? <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. We, that's Where why I. Like, that's why I think right. The person who is getting annoyed at someone like me that says that thing. It's like everyone fucking slips up. Not everyone's yeah. in a 
position where they have their voice recorded every day. And so that's, that is a difference. The podcast between Sam Harris and Ricky Gervais is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Two very intelligent people. Sam Harris is the guy that has the medita- meditation app that I use and they did a two and a half hour episode. They go into this about Ricky who's a comedian who makes jokes and he's looking at the progressive society and he's a lefty, right? He agrees Mm -hmm. with a lot of things with the left and says one thing, he jokes about something from the right and next minute he's a right-wing Nazi. And I think he articulates because he's in a position where he uses a lot of words that have meaning but he's thought about how he's using them and they still get taken out of context. Do you think that maybe also the risk of saying like you're being a girl or you're acting like a girl or you're a big girl? It infers neg- it's a negative connotation, but, right? That's- but also maybe it's like also think about dudes. Mm. Like we did the whole uh, the line campaign or whatever, which is like to be a guy you have to be a certain way, you mm. have to be aggressive, you have to be. And so that's the other side of it. Not mm. only is it negative towards women or puts them in a position, but it's also setting up the expectation of what we're meant to be versus, well, but think about also like, used to be like battle of the sexes. Like think about the amount of shit that there used to be Mm. in the mainstream media that there just wouldn't be Mm. today. Most of the shit that we had growing up, Mm. the, 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 the racism that we, like it was, it's only, you didn't even, Class it as racism mm. back when you were young. Yeah. It's f- phenomenal. It's like. Well, think about like. I'm glad, t- I'm glad that my, my son won't have mm. that kind of shit. I remember Aboriginal jokes as a kid going around the school. Mm. Like fucking that is yeah. inappropriate. Yeah, you can't, yeah. And so I'm glad we've come from a time where we've been able to see, right? We've mm. come from over here and we're going to a place where it is <laughs> a much more. It's it's a it's more of an unacceptable thing. Yeah. So is that then political correctness? Um. Because I think the people who, when you start talking about politically correct, you start throwing it into a basket of no, but it's actually okay. Yeah. You guys are all just whinging about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So I think there's a whole bunch of shit that can be taken off the table that isn't that isn't good. Mm-hmm. And I think then. When that stuff's taken off the table, a few people get upset that they got their thing that they like taken off the table. Mm. I mean, I wonder whether you wonder what the future is going to be like. I know, yeah. Like at 97, you've got uh, younger siblings. Or, yeah. um, what's, the, what's the vibe? Do you think it's going to become more sort of like this way? Or do you think that, like, I think some people will say, oh, it's a. Uh, we're overcorrecting at the moment and mm. then it's going to go back. But then yeah. oh, I don't think it's going to go back. I just think the, the Ricky Gervais talks about the noise that he hears from his Twitter account is like walking past a bin and there's a guy in there yelling profanities back at him. He said, that's, that's the equivalent of, yeah. and he's like, it's a small percentage. So right now the noise that we hear doesn't speak for, Everybody, but is very noisy, yeah. right? So if someone gets taken down online and shit, it's like you go outside. And that's what Ricky says. He's like, you're in your Twitter and it's fucking crazy. You go outside, mm. it's like no one's actually saying any of yeah. this shit. And so, so I, I think young people are much more progressive yeah. than we were when we were younger. Because so what does of that the mean? What that is we're pro- in. What is it actually like equal in regards to conversation and living and 
What does it actually mean? Well, I, I don't think the whole thing uh, is like overcorrecting because you still got like we've still got like way more to go in terms of uh, rights and equality. But yeah, I it's it's hard. Like I just I just hope that it it continue like because you've got all the noisy people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you listen to uh, like some of some of the guests that Joe Rogan has on, and they're talking about like the four percent of people that are all the vocal ones that are really really. Uh, I guess progressive, but majority of people, like I guess it just comes back to empathy and kindness. Like you mm-hmm. just you look at all the people that are like they're not being recognised for who they are or whatever. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's but is there an all encompassing value set? Because I guess no, everyone no. has different values. Yeah, yeah exactly. And but so how do we? That's I think that's where the empathy comes in. I don't think your values matter. I think if you just put yourself in their shoes, mm. then you're you're living through their values. So if you can understand that, then regardless of your values, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And so but then I guess there's a level of understanding that needs to happen, mm. which unless you're part of those, like I think that what's maybe helped me over the years is listening to stuff that's not people like us talking. Mm. Mm, 100%. Like, as one way. No. Think about it. We didn't have the conversation around gay marriage and, mm-hmm. and equality. Like this wasn't a conversation when we were young. Yeah. So I wonder about, I've never once thought anything about gay people. Like I've never once thought it's not okay to be gay. It, never in my life. Mm-hmm. But you but would it have also, said that's, that's gay. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was so a, it's like a detached, your vocabulary was yeah. detached from the thing. Exactly. But then... In now, like now, young kids that are at that same age, there's the thought of, you know, the the conversation around gay marriage and all all of these things, which then makes you think more about it. So you mm. then start thinking and having more of a, an opinion about it, whether yeah. that opinion be I totally support same sex marriage, you know, which we didn't have that yeah. thought because there was no same sex marriage to support back then. It was not okay, right? Mm. And so we just, it wasn't even a conversation. So I think it's a good thing that young people are being exposed to these things because yeah. it makes them think and then makes mm-hmm. them start to see what do we want. I didn't yeah. feel like when I was young I had a say in what we wanted. Did you yeah. Did you feel that? Um, like, Yeah, I, well, no, it feels like you were – your opinion was based on – the older people around you. Exactly. Because that's all you had. So it's like, oh, yeah. you would see something and then there'd be, you'd hear your parents or whoever mm. it was talking about that thing. And then mm. you're like, oh, that's the way of the way that mm. it is. Mm. But then I guess nowadays it's not like you just have, you're not just watching home improvement <laughs> and like TV, but you can like go online and follow people on Instagram who are really progressive, who are bringing up these issues yeah. that young people are then, you know, consuming. Mm. I guess part of it is it's like, uh, which is a privileged position to be in, but it's like how do, we, how do you not like stress about, like how do you just like, as everyone just chill, how do you be empathetic and all that yeah. sort of thing, but also just chill the fuck out where it doesn't sort of, like it feels like for a lot of people, especially if you're in a minority, it is all consuming. Like you'll listen to, you know, I listened to um, 
African-American people and having a podcast and every conversation's around colour. Mm, mm. And it's like it's not, it doesn't even feel like it's, we don't even think of it necessarily as an issue, but then it's because they're living this day-to-day living, yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, I think podcasts and, you know, the, the internet has given us access to people's internal mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah. And so. But even Charlemagne the God, I was listening to his audio book and he was talking about how all of those things, those narratives ended up being a disservice because he was always quick to say, like, positioned of like, everyone's out to get me. Mm, I'm the minority, mm, mm. which um, it's hard. We're not in the position to um, nah. to really give any interesting insights mm. into it. But I just think it's anyway, interesting. that's how I was feeling yesterday. Yeah. That's good. How are you going, 3D Jill? I'm good. Just on, just touching back on that, mm. I think. There, there's a lot of people talking about it mm-hmm. and a lot of people bringing it up, but I don't think everyone's necessarily listening mm. in listening and understanding, right? Because you can talk and I can listen to you, but if I don't understand what you're saying, I'm not going to retain it and I'm not going to do action, anything with yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, I'm, not, I'm not taking any action about mm. it. Yeah. And I think that's what a, a, like a lot of, not to say that everybody is, but I think a lot of people are doing is they're, they see it on Instagram and stuff and all this stuff about color and gender and everything that's going on. Everyone's seeing it. They're reading about it, but they don't understand what it means to them and how it impacts mm. their life. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems, it seems, um, yeah. Working out what the actionable bits are, mm. I think is the, um, is the interesting bit. Mm. I think also you're saying a year ago, we had a conversation about whatever, actually having conversations out loud mm. with people is for what I believe one of the only ways to start really solidifying mm. your thinking and questioning how you might respond to something. So you might actually say the wrong thing, but it's only because of a, an existence that you've had mm-hmm. up until this point where it's just a reaction. Like the girl thing is like, yeah, you know, there's, there's campaigns against people saying that shit. The people who are saying that shit have probably grown up saying that shit and so it's time for a change and, and that's where starting to talk about these things with people. Well, it's almost your starts- older self. Like I think the funny thing is in those moments where you, when you said, said that, I was thinking like it's, it's in alignment with you five years ago or whatever, but it doesn't fit like it's, it's the, your vocabulary or the way mm. of speaking is catching up with mm. your point of your worldview. Yeah. And, don't you think? Yeah, 100%. And where you are today versus 10 years. So if someone listens to this conversation in 10 years time. Mm. It seems it, so primitive. Or so yeah, like 100% unrefined. because you're not actually where, if you're the same person 10 years forward, Ricky Gervais, I think said, you're a shitty bloke. Yeah. You're a shitty person. Mm. You're a shitty girl, whatever. Yeah. You're a shitty person. And that's so true because there should be some growth. There should be some mm. level of growth. If you're stuck in your ways as a person, no, nah, I'll fucking use the, mm. I'll say gay. It's like that's come on, dude. Maybe yeah. just have a think yeah. about it a little bit more. But that's why talking it through. But if you're around a bunch of people who do the same shit, mm. you probably yeah, just it's like, that echo chamber or whatever. Mm. I think we've. I think. I I think I'm definitely more progressive from hanging around with you. Well, do you think that like if you think about the feminism stuff, like I. I'm trying to remember that. I remember it felt heated. Yeah, but it's also like I think there's probably. 
I think you asked me if I'm a feminist and I said, why do I have to answer that? I, I like equality for women, fucking oath, like all these things. So yes, I have all the traits of a, well, fe- so that a feminist. Was, but, so that was my point. But the, the, the bit that you should be completely comfortable with, mm. which I think you are now, is saying I'm a feminist. Mm. Like it doesn't, like it's not a trick question. Like I think people are assuming mm. this is some fucking big trick question mm. and it, where it's like. But it's, I think it's even changed since we've spoken about it. Mm. I think that noise around people who are shitty feminists mm. and making it, making all the feminists who just want equality for women, making them look bad because there has been a time that that's happened, right? Mm. And so. I think most people are fem- like most people should be feminists. Yeah. And if what do you not, mean by the shitty feminists? People who have given a bad rap where it's an attack on men, mm. or there's been you know um, men are the enemy mm. style. Because a, 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 f- a feminist, sh- like I look at my wife and she's gone from having those feelings that, mm. and that anger towards men mm. to having a complete shift where she's still a feminist. Mm. But she doesn't have those feelings anymore. Yeah, and so it's the you. It's the case if you can't lump all feminists in with the feminists that are taking it a bit far mm. and abusing men. Yeah, because <laughs> then it's like that's not how it works. Yeah. So there's multiple you know facets of that. What do you think about like having a podcast, having a you know a daily talk show? Mm. Uh, we're talking. I was talking to Mister Nine Seven about it. Is like, could we be talking more about news? Could we mm. be talking more about things that are happening out and about? Depends no. where you get news from. <laughs> well, he gets he only <laughs> goes to the verge, so it'll be yeah. all very <laughs> tech heavy. Tech heavy. Yeah. But I mean, what's the uh, what's our responsibility? What do we For, want to be talking about? Like oh, just in general. I, I mean, these conversations. This is shit I think about in my head a lot, mm-hmm. and so if there was a. I think it'd be a problem if I never thought about this stuff and I would maybe say it's probably something trying to explore, but it's not easy to explore this stuff. I think there's a weight that comes with talking about this because you're trying to choose your words to not be fucking caught out or like, or just. Or also not saying something, out. not articulating how you actually feel. Yeah. I guess is Which is why then people can say, I got you. Yeah. But they haven't got us. Yeah. I feel like I'm a good person. Yeah. I feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm all those things, and so the I just I like having fun. I like yeah. talking about fun stuff. I like talking about stories. I like having experiences, revving you guys up a bit. You did talking about fun. You did a Insta story last night of a car mm. that was covered in oh, yeah. stickers. Bizarre. What's the deal? It just it was just pulling up alongside, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Stickers all over this thing, and. On it said. Did they look homemade? Like what were they? Oh, dude, they were like if we just got a bunch of little stickers that had like big media company, um, our address, you know, the daily talk show, the website, and then they stick it's them all like over the car. Stickers that you would see on an envelope. They're labels. They're, They're literally label, yeah. like labels that you'd put on something. So if you lose it, they do have a menu log sticker as well. Yeah, and so I thought, but then I read read the actual. So they've used the stickers to make it. Uh, say something mm-hmm. and so it's come or no come zero three nine five three four eight eight three three call me baby and amy and i were like absolutely not what is that mm-hmm. and i'm looking at the driver and this dude i'm just like is this a brothel are yeah. you working what is this this is seems i don't know if there's seems, any brothels on menu log 
<laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't know if the menu log meant anything. Yeah, sure. I thought it was, it was a shitty car. I was like, yeah. surely you can't menu drive log, one of these. Yeah, menu log feels like it's one of those stickers. There's certain stickers that just stay on buildings. It will go through six different <laughs> restaurants, but the menu log sticker will always stay. So I ended up posting it on mm. the Daily Talk Show's Insta. So you Googled I, it? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I thought someone else would and someone else did. Was it B, you? B Mac. No, it wasn't me. Shade. Shade sends it, send it through, our number one hype man. And um, it's Ma Hong Restaurant. It's a Chinese dim sum and Cantonese fair. Like, so mm. they're just doing deliveries on. There's <laughs> a lot of work that's gone into that sticker <laughs> thing. <laughs> Maybe they were like, sex sells. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that's what they were going for? I don't know. It's like, come or no come. It's like, call me baby. Yeah, call me baby. It, it's sort of... complete sexual connotation. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Anyway, it's just a uh, Chinese restaurant trying to hustle. <laughs> uh, we've, we update the homepage of the dailytalkshow.com every few days. Yeah. So you can go see uh, what we're doing there. If you are listening this far, do an Insta story, uh, just screen grab your podcast app mm. or take a photo. Fo- like I like the ones where people have taken a photo. Russ Keys mm. loves a gym Photo where oh, he's yeah. at the gym and takes a photo of the video, which is cool. Oh, that's a good idea. So um, you can see where you're at listening to it. Love yeah. that. But Love we've, that. We've, uh, we're hitting episode 400 on Sunday, which yeah. is good. Yeah. So excited for that. But also many guests from after episode 400, you'll start to see, is flurry a word? Yeah. yeah, M- yeah. Mick flurry? A flurry? <laughs> F-L-U-R-R-Y. Yes. A flurry of guests. Put an MC at the front. A McFlurry of guests. No, we're going to have a flurry of guests starting yeah. episode 400. Another thing I'm pissed off about. What? McFlurries back in the day, they had a machine that they would put the actual spoon up mm. into yes. and then they would hold it up and it'd go. Now it's like just, a mixer. Now they just like dump it on and leave. It's just like. You can just mix it yourself. Yeah, I know, but pre-mix was so good. <laughs> can you still get pre-mix alcohol? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's that got to do with. Yes. Well, no, just talking pre-mix. There was a, did they tax it higher or something? Where? In Australia. Recently? Uh, like I mean, you're speaking to a guy who doesn't ago. drink. I just it's feel expensive. Like there was, in Australia, it's very I pre-mixed. remember doing a school debate. What about? On pre-mixed drinks. Should you tax them? Yeah. It was something about like should young people, should, I think they wanted to set it up so they're like, should there be an, should it be an older age to have access to pre-mixed drinks? Ah. Oh, which is a little bit confusing because. fucking confusing. The what, young then you people get hard liquor? Yeah. At a young age? Yeah, you got to mix it yourself. In America, they, Seriously. Don't, they don't do as many pre-drinks as us. Really? Pre-mix. Pre-mix. Or pre-drinks. Sorry, did I say pre-drinks? Pre-drinks. They don't do Pre-drinks. pre-mix like what we do. We have the like all the bourbons mm. in cans and shit. They've just, the liquor's so cheap. It's like yeah. 15 bucks for a huge bottle of bourbon. I do understand pre-drinks a lot more as I get older. Why? Well, I never <laughs> sort of understood. It sounds fucking boring, but part no, of I it is the what, price. And so they're trying to get tipsy beforehand. Plus, no, you've most missed, people you've, are you, fucking. You've actually gone backwards. As you get older, less people are doing pre-drinks. Oh, really? It's a young thing because young yeah, people young are thing. tight asses. So yeah. I used to do pre-drinks at my house all the time, and my mate would bring around bourbons and fucking would yeah. all get pissed before we go to the bar because we were too tight ass to spend. <laughs> but do you think it's also like a, like people being socially awkward? They try and have a drink beforehand. Nah, that's not a thing. N- n- I mean, yeah, sure. Like bef- when you're getting when you're getting dressed and stuff, I've been smashing a few. But I just like getting a bit fucking bit how you going before. <laughs> That's a pre- <laughs> just, they are pre-drinks though, aren't they? Yeah, but you're saying I understand pre-drinks where, but that was a mindset of the young kids drinking heaps before they go okay. out because then they don't want to. It's not spend a thing it. anymore. 
I'm sure it's a thing. It's I'm sure hundred percent a thing. It's yeah. I'm, but, I'm in college. I'm yeah, telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. But what about like oh, I guess what we're not sure about is older people. I mean, older people just we've got less time. Look, I'll meet you at the bar, right? <laughs> Fuck, I got to sort out the kids, mm. and you know. And what you're saying is, well, while they're putting their pants on and stuff, they're having a. Yeah, maybe one in the shower, yeah. a little beer. Have but, you really done but that? But the pre-drink culture, mm-hmm. in my experience, was when I was young. Okay. 16, 17, 18, 19, The 20. older people aren't doing pre-drinks. You're just meeting at the bar. You're just going out for dinner. Mm. I mean, you think it's it makes sense that people have more money as they're a bit older. Which, for me, sounds like more pre-drinks, but what you're saying is no pre-drinks. It, it's not there. the pre-drinks yeah, okay. like it used to be. Okay. I can show you photos of the pre-drinks oh, that we used to have. It's a daily talk show. Hi, the daily talk show.com. dot <laughs> com. Uh, are you a pre-drinker? I think Gemma Watts is a pre... <laughs> I'm not saying no one pre, does it. Pre-drinker, production drinker and post-production drinker. <laughs> all, all, uh, all three. Uh, but uh, otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. See you soon.